From BYU Broadcasting's Performance Studio, this is Highway 89. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. We've got a great singer-songwriter show for you today on Highway 89. Here's one stab at introducing our guest. A recent fan described his voice as water moving over sand. Here's another stab, Rivers. That's the moniker of singer-songwriter Brandon Zahersky. Rivers in the studio today, vocals and guitar, Isaac Russell backup vocals, a little bit of tambourine. You may recognize a few of his songs. They've had some TV placements like I'll Follow You from about a boy, and we'll hear that later in the show. He's here in Utah playing Goosenecks Festival in Torrey, Utah, and in town working on a brand new project. We'll talk about that a little bit later, but let's start with something from his album, Unfamiliar Skin. This is Rivers with Surrender. Baby, you look scared And I know why You've seen nothing but trouble Betrayal and lies And you say love Is a compromise Briefly open And then shut our eyes Well, you make me feel like giving up the game and I want to know if you feel the same Cause love is surrender To going under You and me together In an endless sea Surrender to the larger Surrender to the stars Fall like a feather You'll fall with me Yeah, you fall with And I might not be your hallelujah You might not think that I could ever be enough But when you crash I pick up your pieces I hold you together And I show you what peace is Well you make me feel like taking all the blame And I wanna know if you feel my shame Cause love is surrender To go under You and me together In an endless sea Surrender to the Lord Surrender to the stars Fall like a feather You fall with me Can you fall with me Cause you Surrender to the stars, fall like a feather, and you fall with me, 
Singer-songwriter Rivers with his song Surrender. That's from his brand new album called Unfamiliar Skin. You're hearing us live from our performance studio here at BYU Broadcasting. Rivers, welcome. We're so glad to have you here in the studio. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> hey, we were looking online, and Unfamiliar Skin, the cover to this album, has this great painting. Yeah, thank and you And so it's much. almost like a little Rorschach test. I mean, it can be a river, it can be mountains, it could be a butterfly. I'm still deciding what it could be. So am I. Yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, that was done by Donnie Phillips. He's just a really talented artist, and he does all kinds of art, including album covers. And that was just like his creative i mean i guided the ship a little bit in terms of like theme and mm. what i wanted but he just put his heart into it and it came out really beautiful very cool yeah. well the title unfamiliar skin is that from one of the songs that is yeah from the title tro well it's not the title track but it's called ready to begin uh -huh. um, which is like one of the lead singles on there it's the first track of the album and then and then on your website then you literally put on unfamiliar skin because you have this promo coming out i got a video for that song you just mentioned yeah i do where they have put latex on you they've made you into it like 80 or 90 year old man yes old man rivers exactly huh. yeah get it didn't <laughs> yeah exactly That's okay what we saw for. this picture we said this is really creepy so tell us what did you have in mind when you when you came up with this character something different um for sure which is what it is it definitely has a little bit of a creepy factor which i apologize for in advance um it's probably going to come out later this month in the month of june um, if not early July, but the idea behind it was that, you know, I wanted to do a video for the song and I didn't want to take myself too seriously because I had done two previous videos, which had kind of been not necessarily like full lighthearted, but mm -hmm. you know, leaning kind of in the middle. So I just wanted to go full goofball in a sense. Um, so an unfamiliar skin to me, what I was going for with the whole album and, you know, the theme in that song is just kind of doing things that you're uncomfortable with in a sense, not in any weird way, but just getting out of your comfort zone sometimes. And that to me was like the most literal representation of that because that was, it was definitely <laughs> well, uncomfortable. You, you hit the mark with what you were shooting for then. Yeah, thank you. Now we want you to intro a, a song here mm -hmm. that's, uh, it's not on an album yet, but it, it sounds like it may be. Yeah, it's, it's a song called soon. Change. Tell us a little bit about this. Just um, set up the song. Sure. Well, this is something I wrote about a year ago, and I feel like it actually relates more to my life now. And essentially, it's just kind of about understanding that the state of things as they are, both in my personal life and as well as other places in the world, that there's always room for growth and room for change. Nice. Well, we're going to hear Change. You can find this song actually on YouTube if you want to look up Rivers. That's R-I-V-V-R-S. And that's uh, on YouTube. You'll be able to hear change. And we're going to have uh, Isaac. Are you sitting in on this one? I am indeed. All right, Isaac Russell, backup vocals. Here we go. Living too fast, moments don't last. What do we do in here? Too distracted to react. Busy lives guided by fear. I think it's time that we all slow down. Take a long look around.
so much pride and so much fighting why we always gotta be right so much emotion in a passing feeling so many things inside our minds i think it's time that we all slow down and take a long look around because we need to change Change. We can change. Change. We all need to take a minute to stop and listen to the words that are slipping out of our mouths. Should never be a limit to love, whether you give it, you live without it. Or you've given up Just love yourself and everybody else Cause every soul was made the same And if you don't feel the same way It's not too late to change Change gonna take who you're gonna blame when no one comes to save you what's it gonna take who you're gonna blame no one comes to save you what's it gonna take what's it gonna take what's it gonna take what's it gonna take What's it gonna take? What's it gonna take? What's it gonna take? What's it gonna take? What's it gonna take to change? Change. That's change. Music from singer-songwriter Rivers here on Highway 89, BYU Broadcasting. And I have to ask Rivers, uh, obviously music is, when it's recorded, it's a soundtrack. Yeah. People use it for soundtrack to their lives. We pick our own little soundtrack. Also, literally, you have been the soundtrack for some television shows. Very, very luckily, yes. So what, what is that like when you find out that people are using your music that way? That, that uh, is such an important part of... Was that a surprise to you as you were putting out music and found out what it really meant to people? Very much so, yeah. That wasn't the initial intention when I was like creating the songs that were on my first EP, but some people connected to them in a way and they were you know interested in putting them in TV shows. And what's funny is when I was younger... I would listen to the music in movies and television, mm-hmm. and that was how I found my favorite artists. So being uh-huh. able to be the artist now is kind of just 
full circle. It feels really cool. <laughs> well, you have a, you have a story that ended up being a video that's yeah. on your website that I wonder if you'd tell us uh, uh, if we just take a minute and tell us because this is so cool. It's a song you had written called Conquer. Yeah. Yeah, that's a very special story to my heart. I I get I don't get a lot of fan mail. Like, nobody sends mail. I've never actually gotten a physical Nobody has my address, thankfully. That's probably why. But <laughs> it's I've, all in a box. Yeah, <laughs> I get emails sometimes, though, and I got an email from somebody in, I think it was like summer of 2014. And at that point, I had just released "I Will Follow You" as a single, and it had come out um, on that show about a boy, and that that's where they, you know, this person had found it and heard it the first time. And he told me that he and his girlfriend were really in love with the song. And that they were going to use it for their wedding and that it was just really special to them. And I was just, I was just very humbled and I thought it was really cool that he liked the song, let alone that they wanted to use it for their wedding. And so, you know, I stayed in contact. I said, thank you so much. Like, that is so sweet. And he was a videographer and wanted to work on the music video for the song because of how much he liked it. But I had already been working on the video at the time he emailed me, so it just didn't work out. Mm. And um, ultimately, that's what kept us connected because he ended up reaching out to me again after the wedding to let me know that his wife had passed away. Mm. Um, and the reason was that she has, you know, she was born with a genetic disease called cystic fibrosis, and it affects the lungs and the ability to breathe. And um, unfortunately, the mortality rate is very high. And some people do have success with lung transplants, but in her case, unfortunately, she just didn't make it. And she was able to get married, which is all she really wanted to do before she passed. And that completely just, I, I was completely, I was a wreck when I read that email because of the connection that I had with him and her in that way. And when I read the first half of that email, you know, I read it with such a smile because of how positive he was. And then as I got further down the email, I just was crying and I just couldn't take it. And so I, you know, I emailed him back and I ended up just kind of staying in touch and, you know, I let him know, I said, you know, I really do want to collaborate on a video with you. Like, don't think that I didn't want to with the other one. I just, it was already something we were doing. And I said, you know, would you be interested in, in doing something for this upcoming album? Um, so I sent him, you know, a, a few songs that, you know, I was working on and Conquer was the one he picked and liked the most. And um, I didn't give him any direction whatsoever. I just said, you know, I really want to do something for Carrie, which is his wife. And his name is Bradley, by the way, Bradley Bjornstad or mm-hmm. Bjornstad. So um, he basically um, took the song and made a video, which is a montage of all of the footage that he got with her the last few months before she passed. And it's really beautiful footage. It's her at the beach. Yes, it is. And it's, it's gorgeous. a very emotional tribute. And he is just one of the sweetest people that I've ever met. And, you know, I think our initial relationship was that, you know, he found inspiration in my song or my songs. And I find inspiration from him just by how strong he is as a human being because he is just so positive and his whole goal is just want, he wants to bring awareness to this disease of cystic fibrosis because there hasn't been a cure found yet and there is the ability to, it's just, we need more awareness. So, you know, if you are listening, cf.org is how you can get more information on that. And this video is on YouTube. Look at Rivers' YouTube channel, R-I-V-V-R-S. And yes. you'll, be, you'll be able yeah. to see this. Oh, it's Conquer. actually cff.org, sorry. Cystic Fibrosis Foundation. Oh, good. Cool, good. thank you. Now, but you had already written the song Conquer before this. Yeah. So, so that now was... here's a little contrast. I want to ask what that song 
was before this story because this has changed what that song is to you now. Totally, yeah. And I do you remember what it was? Absolutely, because what's the thing about it was that when I wrote it, um, I can't really remember the time frame to be honest, but I think I actually had known about her passing when I wrote the song. And it wasn't like an intentional thing for her in that sense. But at this point, we hadn't really discussed any video tribute. Mm. And I remember at the time, you know, I was going through a transition myself of like moving to a new town and just all these different changes. And I was feeling an internal struggle of sorts and just my identity and music and what I wanted to do and where I wanted to go. And um, that was just kind of an anthem to me. The lyrics very much just being like, it's cool. It's going to be okay. Everything's going to work out. And <laughs> whatever you need to conquer, you're going to conquer it. And I think it goes with anything. So uh, we read an interview with a rock artist not too long ago that said that they, a fan came up, rolled up their sleeve and said, look, your lyrics are tattooed here on my arm. Oh, wow, and the yeah. guy was thinking, you chose those? <laughs> you know, like I didn't even really, wasn't really thinking. It's kind of what rhymed, you yeah, know? Yeah. And he said, I started really thinking a lot more about my lyrics. Now you are a lyrics guy. Yes, we can. Very I much can so. tell you care about this. Thank you. Yeah, I really do. That's and my, that, my but did one. this does that change how you think about writing lyrics? Or do you ever think, wait a minute, this is going to be at someone's wedding, oh, or, no. or do you just push that out of your head? I try so hard to push it out, but I mean, you know, there's always like that thought of, you know, people are going to hear this and people are going to interpret it and. That's okay. I think I'm at the point where I'm comfortable. I think my heart's pretty much out on my sleeve. So at that <laughs> at that point, there's not a whole lot hidden. Um, but yeah, I think it, like in terms of the tattoo and stuff, and the artist not really thinking those were strong lyrics. Like, I think that's the power of interpretation and perception. You know, some mm. people will see something that you might not see the same way, and they'll they'll find something in it that really yeah makes them want to put it on Does their it skin. For them. Yeah. Well, let's hear a love song. Yeah, let's do that. That's probably okay. what the first two were kind of like a little somber. Let's get it. Let's get it up. This is a song called "I Want You," which is kind of the basic love song, I think. So this is Rivers. This is performed live in studio now, and we're doing uh, just a really stripped down show here today. But you, of course, you can hear all the different instruments and uh, stuff he does with the band and with rhythm section and everything live and on the YouTube videos. Here is Rivers with "I Want You." I've got a secret, I don't want to be the keeper of it I feel it leaking through the cracks and seeping to the surface Sends itself through my veins, up my arms and down my legs Better than any drug that I could take I really can't help myself, I know that I should know Better than this by now But every time you come around, forget about Everything I figured out I don't know why I can't help this feeling I want you you myself I want you oh, I don't want nobody else so tell me where to go cause you're where I want to be anytime you're standing closer no I'll never want to leave just bring your body next to me surrender to you please tell me what you want and I'll give you what you need you show some emotion live in the moment Take it off and let it out Cause now I'm gonna slow it down And I like the way that you're moving Well, I want you What you myself Well, I want you I don't want nobody else 
tell me that I've done wrong, I'll let you go and I'll move on to someone more amused. I'll find another muse I don't need to hold on to. Oh. That's I Want You, music by Rivers, singer-songwriter. And you can hear that on his latest album that's called Unfamiliar Skin. Rivers, uh, we know that your dad listened to classic rock. That's how yeah. you got exposed. What does he think of your music? You know, it's so, it's so cool. I'm so happy you asked that. Because um, at first, he was like the toughest critic when I was growing up. Because it was like, <laughs> I think he was just so into that classic rock stuff yeah. and he's kind of a i mean sorry dad but you're pretty stubborn and so he d didn't really have a whole lot outside of that you know he kind of started i you know i take credit to be honest my brother and i both for like giving him a little bit of influence outside of classic rock and he's definitely mellowed out over the years because he listens to like he sent me like a link to the mars volta the other day he's like check this out this is great i'm like dad like you're awesome so but basically at first it was very acoustic driven and i don't think he was like into it but as i became you know rivers and the project started as rivers the songs are a little bit more upbeat and some of them are a little more rock influenced yeah he really likes it i mean he could be biased because he's my dad but he's pretty honest so and he comes to the, every show and he's so supportive so well that's great yeah, I love it. We read at 13, you you may have mellowed too. At 13, you wanted to be Angus Young from ACDC. Yeah, definitely. And, and you, bought, you bought the exact guitar. Exactly. Yeah. It was the first guitar I got. Well, I had a guitar when I was like 9 or 10, and it just sat in the corner, and I never used it, and I never had interest. And then once rock and roll was like in my head, I was like, I'm going to be Angus Young. So I bought that guitar essentially because obviously that's what made him who he was. Exactly that, and then like the short red shorts and like the devil horns. But I didn't want to take it that far. But we're we're really glad about that. <laughs> but I'm sure, yeah. So, but but we we read that you also learned to play guitar by watching YouTube videos. Yeah, I like think... how to play ACDC. Oh, or... straight up, yeah. Basically, the first songs I ever learned were ACDC songs, and then started to feel a little cliche because I was just kind of like, <laughs> I wasn't doing my own thing. And then eventually I started learning like full songs. And then the person who really kind of shifted my whole like interest in music was Tom Petty. Because hmm. once, because Tom Petty's kind of like that in between folk and rock and roll. He's like yeah. folk rock, Americana yeah. in a sense. Mm -hmm. And so I loved it. And I loved the elements of it that I liked in ACDC, like the harder elements, but I also loved the lyrics and that. And then I like kept the guitar, but I was like, I want an acoustic. So I got the acoustic guitar and I was like 15 or 16. What it shows, without the band here, you were still totally comfortable putting on a show for oh, us. Oh, thank today. you. Yeah, that's how I started. <laughs> so I think it's just kind of going back to my roots. No, that's nice. You, you didn't lose any energy in the transition. That's thank great. you. I'm trying not to. Now, we found some shout outs. We think these are people that, that besides your dad introducing you to music, you give credit to your friend 
convince. Yeah, that's something. So what did he do to sort of help you find who you were? Um, well, he's somebody, you know, I, I wish I could say I'm still in, in contact with him. I haven't talked to him in a couple of years, but we're still friends. It's just I moved away, and, you know, he's kind of doing his own thing. But Just a friend who kind of got you out of your shell. Yeah, absolutely. Basically, you know, high school friends from my ninth grade year up until I graduated, he was a year above me and he really liked a lot of classic rock too. So we connected in that way and he introduced me to a lot of other stuff that I wouldn't have known. And he played the, you know, more lead electric and I was more into the acoustic stuff. So it fit really well with the two of us playing together. Cause I think, you yeah. know, he liked, he liked to kind of noodle around and I just played chords. Yeah, you had a rhythm guy. Yeah, so. exactly. And it was always just for fun. But then, um, you know, it just got to a point where, you know, he was really encouraging. And then I met Gina, who I think is somebody else that you... On the list. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> and so she was somebody who sings and she heard me. She was the person who really got me out of my performing shell and made me feel like I could sing and, and write songs. Because once I kind of graduated from the classic rock into the more acoustic stuff, of course, I discovered like the current day artists of like the early and late 2000s, like... Uh, Joshua Radin, um, Joshua James is actually mm -hmm. somebody who I discovered as well and listened to his music while I was first starting out. And then um, Gina was always like, you should sing, you should try singing. So I said, oh, okay. And she was a great singer, so I was always intimidated by her. But eventually she was just kind of, you know, our voices meshed really well together and it gave me that confidence of like, okay. And if you haven't grown up doing that, that's a weird thing because everyone's voice is unique. Yeah. And so you hear it, it's different from everyone else's. How do you know if it's any good? It's it's great to have somebody to encourage you. Oh, of course. Yeah, I think that was pivotal because I did not have confidence in high school, like most, I think. Okay, and you mentioned some teachers and we have no idea yeah. how they fit in. Mrs. Rutigliano. Yeah, good. Am I saying that yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely. Mr. DeLacy. Those are he two. sound like characters from a sitcom. I know. I know. They're really good last <laughs> names, huh? They were equally cool teachers. They basically encouraged me creatively. Um, Mr. Tigliano, and she still teaches to this day. Mr. DeLacy, I'm not so sure about, but I he used to come to my shows early on, like after I graduated. We were like friends. It was kind of, it was like a little weird, but like not weird <laughs> enough, you know? We were friends and he knew that there was a line, you know, it's like, we huh. can't really hang out, man. Like, I'm your, I'm your teacher. But after I graduated, it was like he came to my shows with his wife and everything. But he was just a really good teacher and... Um, he also performed and played music. That was another of his passions. So uh -huh. I would literally go to his class like in between periods or at recess or lunch and he would teach me songs and he would like show me his music. And then Miss Retigliano was just like the teacher who just did not take any flack. She would not let you slack off. And she was like, you know, you have a C in my class, Brandon. I don't know why you don't have an A right now. And she would mm. make sure you got the A. And she was always just so sweet about it. She wasn't mean. She just wanted you to like reach your potential. And that stuck to this day for sure, which I think was her goal <laughs> as nice. a teacher. Nice. Yeah. Well, we're going to hear another song. Okay. This is called Slide, if you sure. do that for us. And uh, while he's picking up his guitar, I'm going to read. I'm just going to, I'm going to quote you to yourself here. We love this. said, my favorite memory is the trip I used to take to the record store as a teenager bus and trains to get around take a train to Rasputin Rasputin Music what a great what a great store name in Mountain View buy 10 to 15 CDs used for a few bucks listen for a few months then trade in the old ones get new ones and then get a healthy dose of music for practically nothing a day without headphones was a weird day for me I love that so let's get to hear slide this is going to be on a new album upcoming
Maybe I'm lonely, maybe I'm mistaken Maybe I'm tired of how long it's taken The moment that passes, I'm patiently waiting for you Cause too many times I'd keep my heart open When I was a child I thought I was broken And nothing I did was ever enough for me And I can feel it slowly closing in The crowds are holding me under my skin And it slides right by And it slides right by Once I was told it's time I should quit Second guessing myself every chance that I get But by the third time around I don't care anymore Well I wish I knew then all that I know now But why ask why when you can ask how like how do I know If I missed what I'm waiting for Cause I can feel it slowly closing in Grabs a hold of me under my skin And it slides right I've become what I've always hated wherever I go. It's all the same to me. Same to me. That slide by Rivers, that's going to be on an upcoming album, no title yet. Uh, Rivers is in town working with Joshua James. You posted some pictures on social media of uh, you guys working on that. We see a picture of some cello. We see the cool studio setup he has, yeah. which just looks inspiring just to walk in there, kind of fun. It's really cool. Yeah. And and him looking like he's he's singing some stuff on this. So you're singing together on this collaboration. Yeah, we've done, this is the second time I've come out. I did, um, on the album that I just released, Unfamiliar Skin, track number three, Gnome Home, was co-written and produced by Josh. Mm. And Isaac sang... I think Isaac sang on that one too, and so did Josh. And then um, his whole band, he's got a band he calls the Coyote Howlers. So those guys have been playing on my records. So we're doing, yeah, three more this time around. Um, Josh is producing all three of them, and he co-wrote one of the songs with me that we uh, we just did a couple of days so ago. So sometimes you've performed a song for a while, and probably it feels done, it's written. And then other times uh, it sounds like you have songs you're sort of whipping into shape, and they're kind of almost there. And then you bring him in, and when you collaborate with a producer on something like that, what happens to those songs that are almost there? 
Um, well, that's a that's a really good question. They usually take shape from there. I have, I mean, songs like Change, which I just played, Slide, um, those were ones that kind of came together while just playing them out, you know, for, mm. for it's been about probably about a year, uh -huh. two years since I wrote those. But when it comes to songs like those or songs that are even older, like Swim For Shore, which I wrote when I was like 18 and Josh just recorded that with me now, which is wow. six years later, yeah. it's kind of scary i guess because <laughs> you kind of have this idea set in your head about what it should sound like while th at the same time the producer in this case josh also hears it in a certain way and then as the artist you know you don't hire a producer to do something like that unless you want their input and you want their creative yeah. you know energy and that's the kind of person Josh is, is he doesn't like to just engineer a record. He wants to put every piece of himself into it as well. And that's what I love because sometimes you don't want to stay in your skin. You know, it's good mm -hmm. to get out and get into the unfamiliar territory. So that's kind of what it means, you know, it's and that's where it is. I love collaborating with people because the songs go to a place that you wouldn't really expect. And sometimes that's what you need because... It'd have to be someone you respect like that. Oh, and that... Musically and Yeah, and I, I work with great people. Mostly it's just friendship. If I love mm -hmm. someone and I really like who they are and what mm -hmm. they're doing. And then second, of course, is, you know, the professional side of it. But, you know, working with Josh is just a real treat because I grew up listening to him, you know, through high school. And people always just... I don't know. His music is just really, really great. Everybody I show, you know, his tunes too. They all love him. So it's a real so, blessing. Yeah. So this will harken back to the days when you would get CDs and listen to them over and over. And we read that you love to listen to a whole album from start to finish. Yeah. Now, our recording engineer, Mark Waite, his greatest concern for humanity is that people aren't doing this anymore. Yeah. Listening to whole albums. Because that's really not the delivery system anymore. It's a YouTube video or it's a, a quick download of one song. Yeah, exactly. And I think I'm... So what did, what did you get out of listening to whole albums over and over? I think you just get the things that, you know, when you're releasing an album, or at least when I am and when I'm sure people, other people are, you kind of want to, you put it in an order that you want people to listen to. Yeah. You know, you kind of have this story in mind of start to finish. And, you know, of course, people have their own interpretation, so they'll do what they want with it. But... You know, the selfish side, the ego of the artist, you really want that representation to be like a book or a painting or something that isn't really cut and dry. You know, you interpret what you want, but, you know, the place setting is like, just read from start to finish. But most people <laughs> don't want to, which is okay. And I understand that. So for that reason, I kept this album kind of short. It's like more than an EP, but less than the typical album. Just eight songs, nice and sweet. We also read that you used to always be walking around with the book in your hand. Yeah. So I said... As we're setting up, what were you reading? Yeah, I read well back. I mean, I'm 24, so I grew up right in the middle of like the Harry Potter so, era. This is the thing that I'm jealous of people who are exactly your age because the first Harry Potter book came out here in the States when you were all the same age as Harry, yeah. and you, each book came out and you were still the age of the character. Exactly. You got to kind of grow up that way. I yeah. think that's pretty cool. Well, I have red hair, so you know, I got more of the Ron Weasley <laughs> you, side. You were of on it. the Weasley side, of sure, it. but no, I, I think that was part of it because it's like. You know, you have a wild imagination enough at like 11 or 12. You're definitely like starting to become more, I don't know, 12-year-olds are not fun. But, you know, you kind of become a little more mature. But still, the Harry Potter, like there was definitely parts of me where it was like I'd pretend to like wave a wand at something. You know, just like it, it brings out the kid in you. <laughs> okay, speaking of bringing out the kid, you mentioned a song that you wrote when you were 18. Yeah. We're going to hear this, Swim for Sure. Now, this has, this has an interesting tone to it. 
It's yeah. pretty realistic in kind of a harsh way, in a way that sometimes things have to be with a relationship. Yeah. You want to set this up, swim for sure. Sure. Yeah. I, this is the, one of the first songs. It's I sort of wrote. like go on, save yourself. Exactly. Yeah. I think it's kind of like a self deprecating claim of, um, you know, realizing you're the bad one in the relationship and that you don't think it's going to work out and that for the sake of the fact that you love this person, you would much rather see them happy instead of struggling within the relationship, even if you personally want them to stay. Yeah, this is an interesting perspective to go ahead and sort of take the, you know, go ahead, save yourself, because I think I'm the one sinking this ship. So we're going to hear this song written when he was 18. This is Rivers with Swim for Shore. Watch out for the undertow, the current will grab you, hold you down below. Swim for sure, if you stay here, we're both gonna drown. Swim for sure, the only way in a stone, and it's about you go swim for shore and be sure to let me know when you find what you're looking for and if you do I hope it's gone before you ever had a chance to let it go Swim for sure. If you stay here, we're both gonna drown. 
Swim for Shore from Rivers, a song been singing a while, written when he was 18. Uh, producer Jackie Tataishi and, over, and I over here, we're deciding 18-year-olds need more respect. Oh, no, they do <laughs> not at all. That, you, you were young, but that is not a young song. I, honestly, I, you know, there's a Tom, Tom Petty I said I, I love, and he has this quote on a VH1 Storytellers thing. I don't know if he's done more than one, but it was a little earlier on mm-hmm. in his career, I think. Or maybe later, who knows? But he basically was asked, like, how do you write songs like that? And his answer was simply, like, I have no idea. And I think, like, the moment that you realize why or how, then it kind of loses itself. And that was, like, you know, I mean it when I say the first song I ever wrote. You know, I had always, like, just poorly, you know, written, like, lyrics in a notebook Uh and written melodies on guitar. But I had never, like sat down and been like, I'm going to write a song and I'm going to sing it and I'm going to record it and I'm going to be a singer. And that was the first time where that happened, where I was like, you know, I was feeling terrible, obviously, but I'd gone through this bad breakup, you know, bad for being in high school. Mm -hmm. And I just felt terrible about myself and I did not have any real idea what I wanted to do after school. So that was just therapy, I think, <laughs> ultimately. For you and now for lots of other people. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Maybe that puts into words what more people should realize at some point in the beginning of a relationship. Yeah. So we sort of delve the depths there. Yes, we have. Well, you have a bunch of really upbeat, happy stuff, too. It's taken some time, but yes, I have created <laughs> songs that way. So I, I want to ask about this song, which is I Will Follow You. Mm-hmm. Of course, you would call this your most recognized. Um, yeah, definitely. I mean, because as far as like Spotify. Te- and... Television placement, that kind of thing. Yeah. So I always wonder when when one song sort of stands out like that, do you have to think to yourself, well, that must be my best song? Or is it it was the song that fit the moment and got the recognition? Um, I don't really, you know. I does don't it think... even matter? It shouldn't matter. I think it does matter, but it shouldn't, you know. But uh-huh. at the same time, I... I feel like where I am now in the music I'm creating is a little different than what I was feeling at the time I wrote that. Mm-hmm. And that song definitely is still a part of me and a part of who I feel I am. And I love it and I'm still proud of it. And I'm glad that people are still listening to it. So I don't, uh, I don't know. I'm just happy it's there. I have other songs though. I'm excited to share them. Well, you said uh, I having some upbeat material really inspired me to keep things positive and happy. And is, did you ever sort of consciously take a tack, like I'm going to explore that side of life now? Totally, yeah. I think right after this breakup therapy that I had, where I started writing more songs, because um, it took a whole record of sad songs. To, I had to get a whole record out before <laughs> I started to feel good. And once I did feel good, I think I realized, you know... You saved thousands on counseling. You did. I, I sure did. And without, <laughs> without health insurance, maybe even more. That's what you got to do. Yeah, I think I just... Well, I'm totally off track. What was the, can we put Well, just track? switching to a happier track. Yes. Well, it was kind of like, you know, once I got to this place where I was like, I know what I want to do. I know who I think I'm becoming. It really was just a matter of time before the happy songs I listened to kind of became my influence for music too. So, so there's this line from the song and we'll hear it, but it says, I will follow you to the end of the world and jump off the edge. Yeah. So a love song. And one fan, Steph wrote on her blog that quote, she cannot listen to that song and not feel happy. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, so it's reaching people that way. Now, there are two videos for this song. 
Yeah, there's when a is... lyric video and then the official music video. Okay, and did the lyric? Did you do the lyric video? No, a really Somebody good else. friend of mine named Eric Holland did that, and he's a really talented guy. We did that, goodness, almost two years ago, maybe a little longer. We kind of timed it around the About a Boy placement because we wanted to have something up there for the song. And so you have included this on your latest album, Unfamiliar Skin. Yeah, I re-released it. So we basically... You know, of course, the song was written and recorded and released, you know, two years ago. But we, you know, it's grown with me. It's grown, you know, my managers loved it since the day mm -hmm. one. But we decided to go back in and kind of add some bells and whistles and do a new mix. So yeah. it's it's definitely a like a re-stamp on it, I guess. Yeah, a little bit of fresh freshness to it. Kind of well, fits a little better with the album. Well, we promised everyone we're going to hear this song. Yeah, so I'm, let's I'm so excited to grab your guitar, I'm have my Mr. Friend, uh, singer songwriter. My friend Isaac's going to join me. Good. Isaac Russell here with tambourine and will freeman hit the jackpot when he panned a hit song this is nbc's program about a boy where this song had its placement and the story is that he has this big hit song he's got money from that and his life is kind of unhindered by responsibility at that time his neighbor has this 11 year old son who keeps sort of dropping over by and kind of bugging him but then the character will realizes that women find fatherhood attractive and he makes a deal with with his son to sort of the he'll act like his son and uh, and hang out at his place anyway behind all of that you'll hear a song like this you're on my mind all you ever do is spin circles around my head with no beginning no ending You got my heart I'll follow if it runs away Cause every time I've ever chased it It led me back into your arms And there I stayed Hey little girl with the crooked smile You got a love so warm Make a heart run wild You make me want you Hey, little girl, set my soul on fire The gasoline, you're my one desire You make it worth the chase So I will follow you To the end of the world With you Jump off the edge, oh, 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 oh. You caught my eye, pretended to look away. I made up an excuse, cause I needed something to say. So, hey, little girl with the crooked smile, you got a love so warm, and God run wild, you make me want to stay. Hey, little girl, set my soul on fire The gasoline, you're my one desire You make it worth the chase So I will follow you To the end of the world
girl, it's too much to take And the weight alone is enough to break You make it go away So I will follow you to the end of the world With you oh, I will follow you to the end of the world Jump off the edge of Jump off the edge That's I Will Follow You, performed live just now in studio by Rivers. That song can also be heard on his new album, Unfamiliar Skin. More information about his music, upcoming concerts, is online at rivers.com. That's R-I-V-V-R-S. Thanks to Isaac Russell for some tambourine and backup vocals today. Glad to have you in the studio, Isaac. Rivers. Thank you. How fun to talk to you and hear Thank these great songs so, today. Thank you so, much. Come back again, okay? Please, yeah, maybe in August for the festival. That was our initial plan. It worked well, out earlier. You're on our list, man. I love it. Thank if you. you're listening at home, if you only caught part of the show, you want to hear the first part or share it, it's easy to do. All of our shows are archived online for free on-demand listening at byuradio.org slash highway89. And follow us on Twitter at BYUH89 for live show updates and special behind-the-scenes photos and video clips. Highway 89 is a production of BYU Broadcasting in Provo, Utah. Our recording engineer is Mark Waite. Our production assistant is Abby Horlocker. And the show's producer is Jackie Tataishi. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. Thanks for listening. Thank you.